straight, no chaser. Concern or any apprehension when you kind of started making this? So me being um, just to uh, give y'all heads up, we are connected on all platforms. We are live. Um, Javier is already in Texas. I see the talking about What up? Um, She's not that mature yet. I'm not mature uh, yet. <laughs> well. So <laughs> I wouldn't log off. <laughs> What's up, Teresi? You gonna get mature tonight? Yeah, um, yeah, we can see you. We can see you. How you feeling, Reese? Yeah. Um, all right. Before we go out, go too deep. Uh, let's see. Nine thirty-one East Coast time, six thirty-one West Coast time. Um, I need a physical. <laughs> she wow. no, she ain't say she need a physical. She said, "I just need." physical okay she might enjoy the conversation what's up y'all uh this is a straight no chase podcast this is wonderful woman wednesday we skipped last week your peoples is just doing adult things and since next week um at, at least two of us will be uh partaking in the non uh howard homecoming that's homecoming um we, we ain't gonna be on here next week so with that said we had to come this week what's up uh wilfred russell that's cousin out there um yeah, the physical Javier. So I'm gonna say hey, and I'm gonna pass it to the people so they can say hey. Uh, let's start. Let's start with KG because we want to save the best for last so that they can. As we should. Themselves. The As best we should. So Patrick, go ahead and say hey to the people. Hey, what's up, people? Let's toss it over to Harisi since she is our regular um, co-host. So let's go, Harisi, and save our, our last one for last. Since y'all got her, she, she got y'all so spiced up the last go round. Right. Hi, everyone. What's up? Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Uh, oh, that's a that's a that's a that's a little that's a tease for y'all. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, today is no National No Broad Day. As, as a matter of fact, hashtag No Broad Day. It's it's for breast cancer, but it's a No Broad breast, Day. Breast cancer awareness. Is that what it is? Seriously, seriously, yeah. I'm okay. We celebrated that at my job. Okay. Well, with that being said, uh, let's just pass it on to uh, my beautiful co-host. I'm so excited to talk with you tonight. I'll let you take it. Well, thank you. Thank you all for having me. Um, I guess this is kind of part two, uh, but I am Dr. Joy and I am <laughs> literally <excited. laughs> yeah. and excited to be here. Why is that funny? Like, hey, I no, have a doctorate degree. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, from the, the topic double perspective, it's like yeah, a double entendre. The right? double entendre with your name, Dr. Yeah. Joy. And, and I live a double life, and I'm proud of it, and I want more people to be okay with living a double life. All right, y'all. I got I to gotta ask the question. 
hold on a second. We we not gonna go into the, we're not starting with that. All right, all right. Save right. save your question. We are not starting. Everybody got questions tonight. We gotta ask each other questions tonight. But but yeah, you know, we gotta let it warm up, let the people get in the space. You know, right now folks is just getting on. Oh are you gonna comment about the people that's missing? Um yeah, so uh we just gotta give a shout out to our boy John. John is doing his thing. He got his radio show that he has to do tonight. He's gonna try to hop up in here for um towards the latter half of what we got going on tonight. You know, he's gonna troll but, us in the comments too. You know he's he gonna troll the comments. He, he probably will troll the comments, but the brother unless he's is, unless he's in Facebook jail again. He, he he's broadcasting um uh, from high above Silver Spring, um, doing his thing on 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 radio. And Neil, he working hard. Um, he working late tonight, so he not with us, and and he might, cause you know the brother might pop up, and if he pop up, then we'll have six on the screen instead of four, uh, or potentially five. So with that, the family ain't here. We gonna rock out anyway, um, and we gonna get to BDSNM. We gonna get mm. to living a double life, as Joy shared. We gonna go from mild to wild, but before we do that, yeah, Queen missed you too. Um, before we do that, one of the things that happened while we was off was that that um Facebook IG shutdown. Did y'all get caught up in that? Say not caught up. I, I mean, not even caught. Some people know. Some people were caught up. They was on their phone like were. this every five minutes. It yeah. was resetting their routers. I didn't even know it was happening. Until, really? Until like in the end of the day, and I text my friend about something else, and she was like. Hey, she's like, I, I would get the information for you, but IG has been down all day and I can't even find out. And it was like this urgency. And I was like, oh, that's what's been going on. I had no idea. I knew it, but I, I'm a, I have Twitter. So Twitter was the, was the area that was like, hey, man, everybody. Twitter was trolling everybody else. They was trolling IG and Facebook saying, welcome, everybody. Welcome, world, because everybody was coming to Twitter to find out what was going on. It was hilarious to me. Yeah, it didn't impact me at all. I don't even know when it happened or what I heard about it. And oh, the the thing that got me though is this ain't the first time Facebook and IG has been shut down. That was the longest though. It was the longest, but it wasn't the first. And no. and and what I was seeing was a lot of comments of people who was just oblivious, thinking that the internet was down, their phone wasn't working, a Wi-Fi was shut. I'm like, but haven't you lived through this already? And like, These are people who are like addicted to the platform. Right? Well, you're missing a component too, right? Oh, we haven't spoken about it, but this was the same day or the day after the whistleblower testimony, right? So there was a woman who worked at Facebook who testified before Congress. This is after she did the 60 Minutes interview where she revealed some very damaging data points, um, communication around what Facebook is knowingly doing to mentally screw up our young ladies, um, to, you know, toy around with politics and, and, and people's and the volatility that's kind of happening within this culture. And so it's, you know, she just she put them on blast. Now, I, I don't know what this government is going to do about it. Um, I think in the past, it probably would have handled them like AT&T and separated them out. But I don't know, man. They ain't doing that with, with Zuckerberg. And the funny no. thing is that the, she had already blown a whistle. Like it, it, She was already a whistleblower. Mm -hmm. But this was the interview where she actually sat in front of a camera. She was an anonymous whistleblower yep. when um, she leaked the stuff to the media. Now she's like, you know what? 
they still playing around. I, I'm going to show my face. You know how people do. If you yeah. don't show your face, they don't really give credibility to the information you put out there. So she said, let's do an interview. She sat down. She did the interview. And then the next day, everything crashed. Yeah. Everything. And she, and she had receipts. Well, she has receipts. Right. So it's not like she's coming empty handed with these you know, innuendos, but she she's coming with data, emails. And ironically, you know, she wasn't even there alone. She had access to all kind of servers that she probably shouldn't have access to. I imagine whoever the IT person is, is probably going to get fired. Um, going to get they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they go get fired. The firewalls were good enough, man. It's oof. But I'm wondering if, because um, I don't know when you're saying like the last time that it went down, is this because for the last 19 months, many people were really just relying on Facebook and Instagram for a lot of their interactions, a lot of how they socialize. So even if they are moving out and about now, they're still connected and addicted in some ways to that being how they connect. Oh, there's definitely a, an addiction to, you know, these social media platforms. It actually made me think, like, I'm so happy that I deleted Facebook because I, I do. I did have people that was like, man, Facebook's down and it was they were broken up about it. Right. Like it was they didn't know what to do. I'm like, take your ass to work. Do some work. <laughs> Shit. Like work. Don't you got a job? <laughs> well, productivity, man. I could imagine it's all the way down in some areas. But I, that day it probably spiked. I, I'll be curious if corporations would measure productivity the day that IG and Facebook crash, like what, what, what would the data reveal? Mm-hmm. I, look, I think it might, might, it might show something um, in the other direction. I don't, I'm not, I don't disagree. I'm just, I'm just yeah. curious what it shows. Yeah. That'd be interesting because I could see people sitting in the corner rocking themselves because, you know, they mentally distraught because they can't get on Facebook or, or IG. So they can't focus on no work. I could see that. I see it. I personally was happy when I heard. I was like, "Oh, that's nice. That's nice." <laughs> What's I, funny is I can see her like saying that out loud. Like, man, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice. <laughs> oh, Tina Cole said it was probably worse than people rocking themselves. Um, okay, all right, okay. So clearly, Facebook and IG is not the fabric of our own. You know, somebody in the comments spoke about WhatsApp. I think that's a bigger thing, right? Because that's global. Um, you know, everybody that's not in America, like, you know, you can communicate with people across the globe with WhatsApp for free. But, you know, when that went down, I think a lot of people kind of cut off communication. And with a lot of these things kind of happening in the society, in the, you know, on the globe, that's a big thing where you're like, I don't know if this person is safe. I don't know if this person is okay. It just, it breaks down things, but I would just recommend using Signal. Signal is a better application, more secure, um, and it's also you know global and it's free. Signal, I never heard of it. Okay. There you go. I never heard of you either. Hey man, I come with some jewels every now and again. Yeah, um, nineteen eighty says Signal was popping. Um, yeah, I I know a lot of uh, insurrectionists and uh, uh, conspiracy theorists use WhatsApp to uh communicate because it's supposed to be you know end to end encryption so on by facebook yeah i'm just saying it's still end to end encryption and and you you supposedly can't break that so um yeah, they, it's they plan, by facebook 
and Facebook is really big on the encryption piece of WhatsApp. They may keep that information, but they won't give it to the government. They may hold on to it, but if the government says we need that to see what they was planning, that's when they'll yell, oh, <clears throat> users' privacy rights. No, we can't do that. But Facebook will keep that. They'll keep that information. I, I mean, know. it's already it's already happened. It, it's, it happened like, with Apple. It also happened with Facebook. It also happened with Facebook. I'm listen. These people who were planning that January six. I don't know about Facebook, man. I, I I know about Apple. I just know about Facebook. The only reason why they was getting these people was from videos that the dummies themselves were posting. They they definitely the, people definitely use Facebook for investigations. Hundred percent. Um. I thought we were talking about double life first. What's a double life? What's double life? Is that the question you was gonna ask? No, it's not. That was that was a question I was gonna ask Joy. Can you change your name? Yes, you can. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, the the double life is just like we were talking about when I introduced myself as Dr. Joy, and all of that education for me actually falls on both sides so yes i have a nine to five and then i also have things that i do after five and that's just a double life and a lot of people don't want to carry it over some people do carry it over but they never publicize that i make money in the daytime one way as a professional i make money at night as well as a professional double life so it's like your Batwoman. <laughs> Wouldn't say all of that. Or Wonder Woman. That, oh, oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> but it's an oxymoron for people as well, because you're talking about like education, children. Sometimes it is adult education, but it's not in the same realm of intimacy. It's not in the same realm of talking about kink and sexuality and taboo topics. What is the most kinkiest or tabooist of topics you've had to um, work through with your clients? If you are talking about in the U.S., it would be things that deal with urine, feces, because those are very taboo. Even needle play um, is just not the norm for people to even see those types of things. And those are mostly things when you go into dungeons, which are controlled environments, but hopefully they're also monitored versus what? Oh, let see, her finish. Let I her like finish. Let her finish. But, but I got to finish. No, no, no. Let, let her finish. Let her know. No, no. Teacher, you, I you got to. I like to warm up. We didn't do the. No, no, no. You good. So you good. If you have children around, please find headphones. Oh, <laughs> just put in that. I'm, I'm, I'm following. I have a question too, actually. Ladies okay. first. So um, I forgot where I was. You were talking about urine and feces. In the dungeon. In, in, in the, the U.S. That, that has. Right, but but your question was, some of these things, if you talk about like in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam, these things are more common. So there's, you know, different things when you go to the Caribbean that are in a, um, a different form that might be kink. Because when you're talking about, again, BDSNM, you're talking about power, trust, control, and authority. And culturally, how people see power and how people see control is different in different regions around the world. You talked so, about this a little bit before. I know I lived in, 
I'm sorry. No, we, we talked a little bit about this, about um, like overseas sexuality and sex is it's more open. Like it's not like a taboo subject. Um, you see nudity in a much more, you know, open environment, it, it seems. Okay, can I get to my question? Let me clarify something really quick and then I'm coming to you rushing. Okay. So when you say overseas, you're thinking more European because I lived two years in Dubai where public display of affection European, yeah. is illegal. Right. So yeah. the different even understanding of sexuality and how it's talked about is different in different parts of the world. I feel like I'm in class right now. Okay, Rasheen. <laughs> so paint the picture for me because you started talking about so I asked about what was the kinkiest, da 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 da, and you went straight to urine, feces, potentially needle play, and you connected it to work in a dungeon. Stuff that's going down in a dungeon. Paint the picture for me. I walk in. I'm fresh. I'm green. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna walk scared. into a room in 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 this dungeon. I think of black walls and and velvet curtains and drapes hanging from the ceilings. And I'm going to see a man squatting over a shorty in the corner, taking a dump. It's possible. Yeah, it's very possible. So when you say paint the picture, so let me also say dungeons are just a place of devices. Mm -hmm. So you can have a dungeon in your home. When people are going to dungeons and they are participating in kink play, then you also want to make sure that you are in the scene and when you are in the scene, then as a voyeur, not a participant, meaning you're watching, then you're not going to break the scene. If that's not what you want to see, then you move on somewhere else. So this may be in a shower area where someone is doing needle play or where someone is doing feces play, any urinating on someone. All of those different things are still in a safe, controlled environment. And if you don't like it, then you can leave there. These are also two consenting adults that have already communicated their hard limits or their boundaries. And so they know what is going to please one person and what is going to please the other person as well. Pineapples. So say it again. Safe word. Pineapples. Pineapples. So, so pineapples is not a good safe word. Whenever I teach about this pineapple. I'm being facetious. But go, I, educate I know, but I, you know, I, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. to go with it. Out. Because I, I love for people to truly understand and not walk around with the different myths. That's actually why I got into all of this, because pineapples is too many syllables. You need one word, one syllable. Like so if you're having red. to read. A lot of people use red. What did you say? Dog. <laughs> Well, you know what? If that'll get somebody to stop, the simplest thing is like the the actual stoplight. But instead of using yellow, use orange. So that would be your caution before you get to red. Green is is okay to keep going. So, so I'm gonna walk you through. Hold on one second. So when you're walking through, if you don't like what you see, then you're able to go somewhere else or look at something else. Or if you walked into a dungeon and you walk in at the time that they were actually doing something, then you already know what you are walking into. Okay. Yeah, if you if you there, you probably a part of the scene. Or somebody thinks you down for the scene. So so I, I know I know I know Reese got a question, but a go question a question popped up in the um let's in go the with Reese's question first. But no, let's because Reese's ear 
Thank you. The comments are scrolling. Let's see. I think it's my question. What is it? What's the question? And okay, so the question was play. what is needle play? Perfect. So needle play is actually individuals that are turned on by needles. So that could actually be like blood play. That could actually be just spikes with someone getting um, not penetrating the skin and just having like the little needles that are going up and down. There are different like gloves that you can have with spikes on them that you can actually for some people penetrate. And then for some other people, carving words into their body parts, like there are different extremes <laughs> of needle play. <laughs> there are some people that do like blood play. There, there are different extremes to it, which again, when you engage in those type of activities, you need to have a dungeon monitor. But let me take it on the vanilla side to even say like, even when people are doing just choking, choking is moving in a different direction towards asphyxiation. So like all the things that you do in vanilla, it's not just the action, it's because you have something that we kind of touched on this called CCS. You have communication, you have consent, and you have your safe word. So that's all pre before you're in the scene that you have established these things. So if someone doesn't want needles or if that's a hard limit for someone, then that wouldn't be someone that you're playing with in the scene. So Reese, what, what, Reese. Oh, so I don't I don't want to stay on the blood feces and needling too long, but I, I do have to ask. So is there an element of this that becomes like a little medically risky? Because Absolutely. how, so how, what does that vetting look like? If you're signing up to allow someone's bodily fluids to be deposited on you and such, is there like a like test before you go to this dungeon to make sure you don't have like pet fear or anything? No, it's no. So, so keep in mind, I just, I just told you dungeons are places where you have devices, but it's no different than going to homecoming and sleeping with somebody without a condom. Oh, okay. All right. Why everybody get quiet? <laughs> no, just that analogy you hit home, I guess it's a people. <laughs> So you do have to know you do remember I talked about power, trust, control, and authority. But when you yeah. talk about like medical, there are people that enjoy sitting and basically getting electrocuted. Because this is not just about a physical, this is more than physical, this is mental. So, yes, are there NDAs? You can have an NDA with someone. Most of the time when you're going to a dungeon that is a a place where you are signing up to be a member in your membership, you're not having an NDA. So if you want to come in and be masked up, camouflage, like there are people that like costume play. So they're going to wear those different things. There are different things that may be going on at that particular dungeon. Or if it's your home dungeon, if it's someone that you are playing with personally, then yes, you can have them sign an NDA. Plan means merging. Have them say it again. I'm assuming when you say playing, that means merging in some type of some type of sense, like merging. When you, when you say merging, are you talking about like penetration? 
some type of sexual engagement with that individual. Nope. No, it doesn't even have to be sexual because if you are even just being in a scene where someone, let's say, has a fetish and all you're doing is using humiliation to punish them and you're dominating them through that humiliation, they are pleased by that, then there's no reason for you to have intercourse. The pleasure is not physical with penetration. The pleasure is psychological. It's like Billions in that show, Billions, the lawyer. Oh yeah, I don't watch Billions. Never mind. Okay, no. Let me. Ask, how, how do you manage your own experiences, right? Because if you are a master or a master of all, how do you say I'm aware of all of this other stuff? I can teach this, but that ain't my lane. Or you know, it, I, I'm not. I don't want to say whatever you want to say, but is it? I'm I'm in this because I like it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you manage your own experiences and limitations in this in this arena? So there are different hats that you wear. So as someone that is trained and someone that is like an instructor, you wear one hat versus what you actually do and whether or not you decide to play in different places and different scenes and whether or not you decide to go to different places as a being able to observe almost like as a researcher and whether or not you're going there to participate, but not necessarily participate in the scene, but participate like for your own pleasure, your own desires. It's like so a cadaver. Those, say it again. Like if you're a medical student, like a cadaver, you just mess around with it a little bit. I got you. Yeah. I mean, when you're wearing the research hat, you're looking at it from a different lens, basically almost like a train the trainer type of lens. And you're not necessarily in it for, okay, if I want to recreate this or if I want to participate in some type of way, then you're looking at it in a different way. You probably have one hell of a mentor. I mean, just think about somebody who like knows this field and space like this. Like, now, Joy, listen, when you see this, like, can you imagine that? Well, there, so it's not just one mentor. So this was actually something that I did over a long period of time internationally. So I talk about like being in Amsterdam and I talk about some of the underground places and other places around the world where, yeah, there's some risk that's associated with it. But then at the same time, there's this thought of I need to be able to communicate what I saw on both ends of what the Dom was doing, what the sub was doing and what that aftercare was like as well and that entire process and then there's so my my undergraduate degree is in psychology so there's also a lot of analysis of how people react and what was going on with them that i'm also doing which is totally different than the lens that you wear when you're just watching for your own pleasure or for your own personal kind of you know exploration Sensei, you calling her sensei? <laughs> She's like, a, I'm, not, I'm just saying, she like a sensei. This is, <laughs> I agree with Avia. This is so, uh, so interesting. That's crazy. So I, I feel like um, I want to touch on something else that um, that came up just about what dungeons are like, and as I just mentioned, like there's a lot of understanding of a scene and getting into it comparing it to vanilla play versus B BDSNM. Because when I talk about vanilla play and I'm talking about 
there is um intimacy that people are doing there's love there's romance all of those things are completely out of the door when you're talking about true kink life so there are people that will say they are going to happy hour but they're actually going to dungeons before they go home to their families because that love intimacy romance does not give them that opportunity to be submissive or to be dominant and so they go to dungeons in order to play so are they are they telling the people around them they go on a happy hour are they telling they spouse they go on a happy hour are they not telling a spouse all of the above a lot of the individuals when you talk about like clients and things they're not communicating to their significant other that this is a part of their life so this is a lot of underground activity simply because it is not accepted in a lot of african-american communities for the male to be submissive they would rather go somewhere else or pay somebody else and then they can go back to their home this is also i think one of the biggest things that people don't understand about kink life is this isn't something that you can do every day this is exhausting because when we talk about like the mental orgasm and and i don't know how many people heard that first part when i was talking about mental orgasms versus physical orgasms that mental orgasm is pushing a threshold that you don't know that you have because you have given that power over to someone else. Or if you're the dom, then you are actually, it seems like to many people that the dominant person will be in control, but they're really not. They actually are taking care of the submissive person. So their slave, victim, sub, whatever they want to call them, is actually in more control because as soon as they say that safe word you have to stop and then you have to be able to bring them back to them being whole because you could have broken them down with so many different emotions that they were holding together in order to play the role that they have to play by society that it, it is exhausting on the dominant side exhausting on the submissive side but it's so exhausting that you need that time to recover. And it, it, it sounds like therapy. It sounds like it therapy. It's like a version of it. It seems like a version of therapy. Does the Dom charge a copay? Like, I mean, how, how does that work? I mean, d- depends on if they uh, got, got the license. I guess you could. It's, I'm sure it's illegal, but I guess you could. Okay, so someone um actually they, if, if they don't if, if, if they, they don't stop, stop after that, that's assault. I'm assuming. Wait, like, it becomes assault if you don't stop and somebody stops. Uh, or murder. Yeah. Oh. Because this is life or death in many situations. Like you heard me talking about you the needle play. You heard me talk about people getting electrocuted. You heard me talking about like even asphyxiation and breath play. Like all of these different things are life and death. I actually saw someone getting set on fire and they were getting using the paddle 
to to put them out to put the fire out on them and the paddle had nice little shapes to it so oh sorry i was starting to smile no, but, yeah, but, but, weird. but the, i'm assuming when you say set on fire you mean like not like the whole not like a third for the burn type of fire but more so like a controlled absolutely everything is controlled so there yeah. was an accelerant though that um yeah. they yeah. did have to make sure that uh the all the hair was removed and and put the fire out with the paddle and the yeah. paddles had different shapes on them and so they ended up leaving Imprint. different marks and yeah. yeah why are you looking like that Reese? you i'm just i just have so many questions Go with it. of all of this and because there's no like medical staff hired to like be <laughs> So you heard me say dungeon monitors. So they're not medical staff, but dungeon monitors are individuals that are trained to look for certain things when someone may be in distress. If you are in a monitored dungeon, because there are, remember I told you like a mm -hmm. home can be a dungeon. There are, I almost said the word, there are people that are called riggers because they use rope play. I know that's why I had to slow down <laughs> as I said it. Because when you're playing with rope and you're talking about bondage, once again, you can cut off someone's circulation. So even when you're doing that in a home, you always need someone that is going to understand their limits that's also the reason why I talk about like not using drugs, not you not being drunk with alcohol, things of that sort, because you may not know you feel that little tingling sensation, but you may be be tickled or it may be something else that's going on. And then next thing you know, your fingers numb and you're trying to get the feeling back. So, like, you know, there's just a lot of different things that you're able to tell for yourself. But mm -hmm. then when there are extreme cases, then you want to do those in a controlled environment. Yes, yeah, it's, it's almost kind of like will want to do it with their their whoever their partner is, but when it gets that risky, I always say have a third party. It seems like the more extreme the more extreme you go, the more trusting and more sober you recommend somebody to be. And if you're just kind of doing regular, I'm gonna use the word vanilla. As you, I don't know if you're using it in that sense, but if you if you're doing vanilla. You probably have a little more freedom to kind of navigate that space a little more inebriated, right? So it's it's gonna be kind of pump, 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 move position, pump, pump, you know, uh, you know. But now in the like, other, what is pump, 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 pump? Because just, that still sounds like no, 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 I'm saying that's vanilla. That's the vanilla part. But I'm saying <laughs> you can do all of that. If you're drunk, if you're high, if you're under the influence, right? But as you I move around, I don't recommend that either. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if you're moving on the spectrum, your recommendation or guidance is you better and you need to be sober because you're dealing. It, the stakes are higher, right? So life or death. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 you know. I'm, there's some fun humor in there, but I'm I'm really serious when when I when I think about the spectrum. And it's on both sides. So you're absolutely right. correct because it's not just that the dominant person should be sober. The submissive person has to be sober as well because that's the person that's got to say the safe word. Right. So let me ask you, you, you got your Jewel has a question. You said who got a question? Jewel. Where How much are oh. memberships? 
It depends on where you go. So some places have a membership for one night, but you're paying like a fee. And then for the night, some people um, will have six months. Some people will have a year. So, um, and, and it could range. I've seen some, and I don't know what people are doing now um, post COVID, but I've seen some that are like the membership is $5. But then for you to go to like that particular activity, it might be $35, it might be $150. I've seen some where you're doing like a full year membership and it could be like $1,200, but then you're able to go in for all the different types of things. So one night might just be for the young people, meaning you can only be under 30 or if you are if you are over 30, then you are escorted by someone that's under 30. I've seen some that are um, like a particular theme where it's all about like leather and you have to wear leather or uh, furries where you have to have a costume on. So there, there's so many different nights and themes. And, you know, it just kind of all depends if you want access to everything or if you only want for a short period of time. I also know um, there's one in Atlanta that I used to frequent a lot and they have a hotel situation so you can stay overnight and <laughs> you can stay overnight and um, some people are actually charging the the um, the like their work credit card, putting it on the work MX because those rooms are already framed with the different devices. So your slave could be in the cage ready for you and you can go out in the common area, take your meetings and then go back into your room and play. I mean, that's low key. That's a good value. These sound, these sound cheaper than Soho house. And it sounds like you get more amenities. So, Soho house. I mean, it does. For, so what she said, summer $1,200 a year. What's I a mean, Soho house? 2000 Nothing but but pasta and people milling about. And this, you get, it's a better value at least. I'm not mad at that. Wait, wait what is, well, remember, what is Soho house? It's what, exhausting. What is, oh, oh. What okay. is Soho house? So Soho house is like a, a, um, it's more than a co-working space. I can't think of the word like like a place where people go and take meetings. You have to have a private. It's a private membership. Oh, um, you have to submit an application to be invited. So they'll have like private events there, like the gathering spot in yes, DC yes, in okay. Atlanta. Okay, all right, exactly like the gathering spot. Yeah. Well, what I was saying if, is, remember how I that... about how this is exhausting, and so people don't spend a lot of time there, and people will also think like, "Oh, dungeons are gonna be lit like at one o'clock." Do they say lit in one o'clock? But like at one a.m. No, people are already gone. Ten o'clock, like you're not spending all night. It it is truly mental exhaustion. If you are creating a scene of your own there's so much preparation that has gone into that now you might find somebody that you decide to play with there but it's not quite the same as when it is someone that you have an established relationship with because you're trying to take them right. higher than where they were maybe the last time that you all played together do you find a lot of diversity in this space Yes. Yes. And For that's real? diversity in age and race. 
diversity and even um like you might assume someone i'm gonna just kind of say like a hippie look versus someone else that is a professor versus someone at like there's diversity amongst so many different types of people yeah interesting uh dynamics here do people play with knives yes they yeah. do yeah i was talking about cutting and some people even tattooing with the knives People do animals. I mean, people do all kind of crazy stuff. But they don't do animals in her dungeons. Do they do animals in no, her dungeons? No, they don't do animals in dungeons. Yeah, not not in dungeons. That is not. Yeah, that that is bestiality is actually um, a different type of. That's a different category. They may dress up like an animal, but that's about it, right? Right. Yeah. Is is there anything that is frowned upon that you've seen? Like of all the things in this world, all the different variations and, and things that we talked about, is there anything that is like universally like absolutely? They had to walk in the room like, stop. Nope, we don't. We we might We're take a dump, but we don't do this. Yeah. Well, so because it falls underneath accepting of everything, when you talk about kink, pedophilia, I would imagine. Say it again. Pedophilia, I would imagine, falls into that. Like, no, we ain't messing with that. So, well, most places. Well, that's illegal. So that kind of goes yeah, again in that bestiality category. But what is actually acceptable, but most dungeons will have some caveat in there, is rape play. And that's because rape play is very, very risky. Because even with safe words, even with that type of role playing, it, it, it's it's just too risky. Yes, my heavy. mouth. This heavy. Yeah, Harisa's mouth kind of dropped wide open. I, I, she... I, <laughs> it, it got heavy. Because no. I literally imagined. I'm like, well, there's only one way to interpret rape play. And well, even, yeah, like you can't even like what is even the stop word in rape play. That's what makes it so weird. Like, yes. but that's also the reason why stop is never a good safe Hold it down. <laughs> <laughs> that boy John a fool. He is stupid uh, with his grumpy beer. <laughs> so yeah, so that that's a big one that you know you will find. And then you know, as we talked about, there will be some places that do not have all of these devices. So if they don't have those, then, you know, they're, they're not going to allow you to bring in a cross and, you know, have somebody or some of them have like the um, different toys for, for different reasons. Um, I've, I've been to some that were not monitored. I went to one that was actually just kind of like a loft in Chicago and it was a lot of, um, a lot of transgender queer dress up um that was going on and um there was anal play that turned into someone not being able to hold their bowels and that was um a part of how someone got kicked out so is 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 the um the air quality in those places no okay 
Because no, it's a regular loft. Like it was there. This was not a place Literally. of business. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, the door is but here, but here was the so since I told the story, so here was the other thing. Like it was also the humiliation that went along with that that gave the person pleasure, but at a certain point, it was like, okay, you have to go because there wasn't a shower that was set up or anything for the cleaning, which needed to occur with that particular scene. So I go back to like, these things are pre-arranged when they are done right. There's a lot of build up that occurs when you're writing a scene or when you're putting a scene together. And then when you are communicating the pieces that you need to tell the sub, and then what you're withholding, all of that for an adrenaline junkie is a buildup. And then when you're in it and you're like, okay, yeah, this is what I expected. This isn't what I expected. So now you're on your toes and you're having to think on your toes, but you're like, I got to make sure that like there, there's just a lot of different thoughts that are going on. Can Do I need to stop? Can I go further? And a lot of when you're taught how to communicate you're you're speaking in commands so even if you have a question for your sub you're giving your sub only two options of how to answer this question or you've already told them these are the only words that you can say unless it is a safe word so a lot of these things you're again having to be in the moment having to be present with yourself taking care of someone else and their pleasure and then when it gets to a point where it is just so much then you have to bring them back it's a lot don't they have to ask for permission too like can i have permission to do certain things or whatever if you tell them that yes yeah. question permission so to uh, permission to sit what's permission the um What's the gateway into this, right? So, you know, people say marijuana is a gateway drug. That's a that's a facade, a lie, and that's been uh, refuted. Curiosity is the gateway. So, for some people, for so for some people, they if there's a threshold, they have just a little bit of boredom with vanilla. So, what do they do? They come to a person like me to sell sex toys and they want to start exploring. That's a plug, by the way. Plug your business. Go ahead and plug the business oh. right there. That's a good plug right there. Bedroomcandy.com 2704. Hit me up. There you go. All right. K-A-N-D-I. Always, you know, available in the DMs because I'm a consultant. So I want to make sure that you're getting what you need and you're not window shopping and getting something and then you're disappointed. You said I product two, test for my customers all the time. You said 2704? 2704. You'll see my picture. 2704. So a, a lot of that kind of curiosity starts there. But what then you start realizing is there's more to it than physical. A BDSM test. Yeah, so so there are different things. BDSM is um, kind of 
uh, you can do bondage, discipline, bondage, dominance, dominance, submissive, discipline, submissive, submissive, um, uh, sadism, masochism. So those are people that like pain, those that, that um, like to give pain. So there's a combination that, that kind of comes with that BDSM. But overall, when you just talk about kink in general, I'm an intimacy coach. And I talk about things from the vanilla side all the way to the kink side. So there are a lot of people that are curious about whether or not something is normal. So I will talk to them about what's normal, what's a fetish, how fantasies are healthy. But if you don't communicate it to the person that you're trying to be intimate with, then now you can't be mad that they don't know because you didn't come with a manual. So do your own pleasure mapping, create your own way of being able to communicate it. So then you can't hold that person accountable for trying to please you. Yeah. You got to coach people on how to do those type of things. So, so, so you're in a relationship. Um, you, your curiosity is leading you down a road. You haven't communicated nothing to your partner because you really haven't figured nothing out. So you want to go do your pleasure mapping. Does your pleasure pleasure mapping involve mapping with other people? It can. Because in the beginning, if you are not able to communicate, then you got a bigger issue. So when you come back to your partner, and they like, well, how'd you figure all this out? Babe, I went pleasure mapping. So pleasure, pleasure mapping just don't mean you was, you was busy. It's just, it's just you trying to figure out your path. I, but I figured it out, and, and they was able to help me. Is she going to be fine with me pleasure mapping over there? Maybe, maybe okay. not. So, I figured so it out. Now I can tell you. So pleasure mapping doesn't mean you have to go outside for someone else to please you to know what you like. Okay, that's the point. That's what I was trying to see if I could get to. Yeah. So pleasure mapping, you can do for yourself or if you want someone else to give you a map of what you like for someone else to do, that's a different map. So we say that again. So you can pleasure map for yourself. And if there's someone else involved and you want them to also explore your body so that you know what it's like to have another person that's a different map okay there's and i see we're, we're dropping little um little resources in there there's also something and you all can google this that is the i will i won't i want list is about 28 pages go on reese write that down i will i want no, excuse me. I will, I want, I won't chart. Will, want, won't. And that particular chart is also a good way of all of the different ways of exploring. That's why you got steps. Wow. Step one. That's why you say step one, gather your materials. <laughs> <laughs> step yeah. two. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this shit. Step two. <laughs> Prep your brain to think about sex. Step three, get to know the WWW chart. Step four, fill out the WWW chart. Step five, do some you data gonna, processing. You going to read them all? Step six, analyze your data. Step seven, 
Take action. <laughs> Don't get some important notes. <laughs> this, hey man, this is a whole rabbit hole here. Right. But ultimately, the piece that you were talking about with communication, remember, I'll go back to CCS. Communication, consent, safe word. And the number one reason for divorce, lack of intimacy, sexual incompatibility, because we're not talking about it enough and we're not communicating enough. And I like to tell women that are in heterosexual relationships, if you don't know what you want, how are you going to get mad that somebody is using their previous experiences to try to experiment on you? And if you've got this baggage where you have been programmed that you're supposed to fuel the ego, then you can't be mad if they constantly are doing the wrong thing because you never told them that it wasn't something that was right for you. Why? Why is that uh, a distinct? Why is there a distinction between heterosexual versus homosexual relationships for that type of advice? Because I'm talking about the male ego. Well, I, 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 but I read something about um, lesbians in relationships and the dom taking on the male ego and being just as dismissive to their their femme counterpart. So, wouldn't that be something that'd be good for them too? Possibly. I haven't gotten into that type of research. But what I will say is when we're talking about the male ego, I'm talking about the programming that is also there. I don't know mm -hmm. about the programming for the the dominant that's more in the lesbian relationship. And I don't know. We've had enough research even on the LBGTQQIA plus community over the time that um, that, you know, we can really put some of these qualities and and dispel some of the myths because the research piece that I'm talking about is clear about yeah. the male ego about, and about clear us. about programming mm -hmm. that um you know women have that's why they faking orgasms. You talking about men? No women. women. She's not talking about, she's talking about men fake. Oh, uh, not she's not talking about men faking orgasms. I'm talking about the male yeah. ego, but talking about the programming that women have and why they will fake an orgasm to boost the ego. Right. Mm. Yeah, ladies, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Faking both worth ways. Okay. So it was a couple of things that popped up in the chat. Um one, are you looking for mentees? Because I think Javier, she wants to be a mentee. She she wants to be a mentor mentee. I think Queen um, Ashiba, she she got some knowledge of, of this topic too. She was talking about uh some stuff in the chat too. Somebody else is a tantric shaman or something. Ah. Yeah. Wow, you yeah. guys are you guys are a diverse bunch. Two <laughs> the uh, Tina Cole wants to know if you sell those spiky gloves. We okay. do not. You don't. You don't sell spiky gloves. And it was either Tina Cole or Avier was Tina asking. Shiba is a tantric uh, shaman. Was asking if if you partake when you are are I guess I don't know observing, working, going to to dungeons. She was like, "Do you partake, or you do you just there, go there and watch?" 
So it depends on which role I'm playing. So if I'm playing the researcher oh, role, damn. then in the researcher role, then no, because I'm literally observing so many different things, including I'm observing who's observing. If I am going with me and some some of my other um straight no taste of the podcast. Straight no taste of the podcast, Joy. I'll say if I'm going with my friends, then um, then we're I'm not going like as a researcher. And so the type of play will not be outside my circle. So like some people go to play with those different devices that you don't have in your home. I've been able to create a pretty good dungeon in my home for the things that I enjoy on a regular basis. So like going to different places, especially for many people during the pandemic, like they were underground trying to meet at different places because things were shut down, but they, they had lost the, the ability. I even read something where somebody was trying to just meet in a truck. A truck? Yeah, that don't so, seem like a lot of space. So since you since you have created what you needed at your crib, you can maintain yourself. <laughs> <I'm not> <laughs> <laughs> because we are so we are so naive about what's happening. It was a real question. He was like, "That don't big hmm. space, a lot of space." space. <laughs> I thought she'd been like an 18 with a truck bed, but she's like, no, nah, she'd be like a truck. Like, like a real no truck. <laughs> okay. People got to get it. People got It's like a drug, man. This is what, what it seems like. It, it is very addictive. addictive. Yeah. Again, I, and, and this just taking this full circle, when we started talking about when you realize that there is something that feels better than a physical orgasm, it is addictive. This, and I don't usually disclose a lot about my personal life but i will say this i did try to go vanilla once and an instance happened where i snapped and was not able to go vanilla and i said sit stay i, I just i snapped and i realized that you know i i will never be able to get this out of my life did they comply did absolutely and enjoyed did it you kill him? did you kill him did he die no, he did not die. How you know was he? Oh. Yeah, I was yeah, I was making assumptions. My bad. Your assumption was correct. He did not. And he enjoyed it. And it was something, and I, I'll say this. It was something very simple, though. When I told him to go stay, I asked him, did he want something to drink? He said yes. And then when I went back, I sat on his chest. But you know how you feed children out of the straw? And I let it fall down the side of his mouth. Very simple, but denying somebody the pleasures as a punishment for something that you told them not to do and they tried to go ahead and still do it. Snap. Yeah, nah, that would work. That he was like one time. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Not even knowing, like knowing, you're just gonna try it out for a one time. No. I think it's 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 interesting. Like you have to 
I'd imagine you have to be very comfortable with the person you with to segue into this and be willing to give them control. Power, trust, control, and authority. authority. It's not one or the other. It's all four. You give it up, you become vulnerable. That's the word, right? I think maybe vulnerable is like the the all encompassing word for it. Like you have to be completely vulnerable to submit yourself to somebody else. Yes. So that's a that's a very rare thing for men, I think. And so. for a lot of independent women. Facts. I, I work with the group of we call each other powerhouses, and it's a lovers in training. Lit is actually the um the acronym and they do a segment once a oh, month. So that's why that's why that word came in your mind earlier. Do people still say lit? We right. do. <laughs> it did because they, they do a segment once a month with me called the Pleasure Principle with Dr. Joy. And a lot of the powerhouses, type A personalities have to be able to, when we're talking about these type of loving relationships, be vulnerable. It's difficult difficult for people to also even be able to say that they like something that they should not be judged whether or not they like it but they are afraid of being judged yeah i think this this space sexuality it's it's um Again, I go back to it just being a lot of taboo conversation. You know, you growing up and stop looking at that. Don't look like you know, people are afraid to kind of have that real dialogue. And a lot of us just grew up in an environment where we we so embedded in church life that, you know, this is like you shouldn't. That's the devil stuff. No, it ain't. I mean, some of this stuff is just, just real life. People you, experience. You got to repeat yourself. You just pulled your, your, your Internet. Your Wi-Fi just pulled the John on us. It's storming, so I ain't got it no more. But I'll tell you, as you were talking about like things being taboo and we're not talking about sexuality enough, even on um, the non kink side, just being able to tell people that, you know, it's not what you do, but it's who you do it with that will make some people more uncomfortable than being able to talk about stuff like all of the sensitive nerve endings in the anus. And both genders have anus. Even if have a have an anus, and even if you you know gender neutral, you still got one with with nerves. I don't know what you're trying to say right there, but it ain't what you know what she's trying to say. I really know what she's trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) It always makes people uncomfortable, but that's what I'm saying. Is those type is programming and. That's the same thing when you're talking about kink. That's the same way when you're talking about like a lot of things that people won't do when they start, when you start asking questions, well, why won't you do this? Not because I'm trying to persuade you, but is it because you have a reason that you don't want to, or is it because there is something that is traumatic and this is a trigger like those are conversations yeah. that people need to have and they don't have it because there's an assumption of, okay, we're just supposed to like whatever we are doing intimately or we're supposed to like whatever we're doing sexually. And so what this requires you to do when you get into kink life is it requires you to communicate. 
and be vulnerable. Deeper than this vanilla, uh, deeper you can than curse. vanilla stuff. You can you can curse on straight no chaser. John and Neil do it all the time. Not for every now and again. You just spoke the brother up. I, I'm trying to be ladylike. Yeah. More fire. What's more up, fire. More fire. What's up? What's up? What's up? I was listening, man. Uh, please continue. I don't want to interrupt nobody. No, no, no. Go, uh, jump in. Jump in. What are your thoughts so far, bro? Um, I was going in and out. So I could not hear certain things. I was driving back. So um, I found it very interesting. I was I heard a lot of stuff about um, people's fetishes and what they like to do and what they don't like to do and, you know, that type of stuff. And, hey, it's 2021. If you are still uh, hung up about uh, where people put their body on other people, um, you got a lot of better other things to think about, in my opinion. So people should do what they want to do. And everything else. Have we already done? Uh, I'm sure that y'all have. There is, I don't want to interrupt the convo, but there's like this BDSM quiz where you can kind of like, I missed out on everything. So I ain't even going to go through it. All right. But cool. Go go ahead. You you took the quiz? Yes. I'm vanilla as hell. So (laughs) it is what it is. (laughs) I'm going to take a joint. I'm going to take the joint. Yeah. It is what it is. I'm so interested to know what I would come up as. It's very interesting. Which one say no? I want to start the test anonymously, or yes, take me to the login registration. Oh, we going. You, you going to do this live? How long does it take? Yeah, yeah go here, Ra. If, if it takes longer than fifteen minutes, then no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's here. quick. It's quick. We're not going to sit here and listen to him take the. No, we're not doing that. I mean, okay, you know, whatever. I'll give it a shot. If we got time, we, we can talk about it. We'll have taken it and we'll have something to report. Yes. Right. That's homework. Let that be homework. There you go. I tell you. All right. So, Dr. Joy, I just started with the what's the what's the wildest thing? And you said U.S. versus Amsterdam, Europe and all that good stuff. Have you ever seen anything in Amsterdam that made you say this is too much? This too much. <laughs> okay, so so no, because you also have to remember, as we were talking earlier about bestiality. So I used to be a sex offender counselor. So oh, actually, wow. talking to sex offenders about the pedophiles, sex trafficking, mm. bestiality at young age, like all of those different things, I've also been trained not to react and not to judge. And so there isn't much that um, that gets a reaction out of me because I'm also in this kind of trying to understand the underlying, not just what I'm seeing with my eyes. So, yeah, nothing. Well, all right. So Jules asks, uh, she says, uh, I want to know about Dubai. You brought up Dubai. Have you ever done anything in Dubai? Do they got underground stuff or is it like? If they catch you in oh. Dubai, they cutting off your genitalia. Like, well, well, there's both of those things. So, well, I'm not cutting off genitalia, but um, <laughs> yeah. but both of those things. So, are there underground things? Absolutely. And is it illegal? Absolutely. So, if you mm-hmm. get caught, are you getting deported? Absolutely. <laughs> but, um. To just like kind of put Dubai in a nutshell, Dubai is very um, superficial, mm. and I can glad I'm in the U.S. saying this. 
So think about um, you got all of the tallest, you know, you got right in Abu Dhabi, you got the fastest, you got a lot of things that look good that have titles. And you also think about beautiful women covered up in a lot of makeup and their hijabs and their abayas. And on the inside, there's just emptiness. Mm. Same thing like when you look at the Burj Khalifa. Beautiful, tall building. Nothing of substance is really on the inside. So there's a lot to be said about the outside appearance and a lot of the Islamic values that are on the outside. But what goes on underground or what is un, what is unspoken about having a nanny that you're the the husband is sleeping with mm. and not feeding her properly, not treating her like, you know, she's a human. Like all of those mm. things are things that are common. Being able to have a like somebody said, flew in, having a whole bunch of women from Nigeria that are coming there for your pleasure and then flying them out and giving them some money because you got a whole lot of money. Like a lot of those different things are very common. And it's, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. You have, um, yeah. To this day, I, I know like different individuals where I met where the, Father may be 60 and had a 13-year-old wife mm. so that he could have children and could have boys because he needed more sons and selling the daughter or making a deal with the daughter and the uncle because you got to keep the money in the family. Like a lot of those different things are uh, more common than not. And um, it, it gives the reason why we look at sexuality, intercourse, talking about it, not talking about it, um, a total different perspective over there. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, we wrapping up on time, y'all. Is there anything burning? Any Anything? Um, that's not a good, that's yeah, not that's, a good like word usage in this context. Maybe I shouldn't say burning. Is, is there anything that you really need <laughs> to get out of Dr. Joy before we wrap this up? Hmm. Nope. I hope this has been informative. I know a lot of people are always thinking like, you know, this is going to be like super taboo and (laughs) what I miss. Everybody laughing. What I miss. KG KG laughs, so I laugh. They are contagious. That's all it takes sometimes. My my desire is always for, you know, people to be able to learn. um, And and I mentioned some things earlier about, um, you know, being living a double life. Um, So this Saturday, if I can do another plug, I invite um, I do have a book club and it's called Turning Me On Book Club. So I definitely invite you can go to. uh, Evites, I mean, Eventbrite, and join this Saturday night because it allows for that foundational information with the book club, but for us, you know, talk about a lot more in a more mm. intimate setting. Is it in person or like this is like via Zoom or? Look, yeah, it's via Zoom. 
and it um, is actually a part of my uh, Simple Pleasure series. So this is the first one that is around sex. And then in November, it goes to food. And then in December, sleep and relaxation. And then we close it out again with um, the book. Because at that point, everybody would have read all the different books. Mm. Reese, did you find it yet, Reese? I know, I I know you're looking. Yeah. That's what's up. Is it, do, do men join as well? or is this, Yes. Is this... Yes. So I, I am I am always open um, because I think there's like we talked about not enough dialogue and people have a lot of questions and I know the barbershop isn't always telling the facts most of the time they're telling myths and mm. Auntie is also not sharing facts she's sharing her baggage and we, Ooh, we need to get it was, from you know reliable sources who is it no, auntie auntie oh, oh yeah she don't know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> Okay. I thought you said IT. I was about to be like, ooh, IT about to get drugged. Okay. It's a southern drawl. I apologize. There you go. No, no, I mean, I got you. No problem. Well, well listen, yeah, I think we should, we, we we don't need to go for the uh, one recommendation. Let's see, y'all want to do the one recommendation? Anybody got a recommendation they want to, one recommendation for the people? Oh, man. Because um, Dr. Joy Squid Game. Have we talked about Squid Game? We already did that. No. Man. Halloween. I'll let that go. Everybody, hey, mama's probably watched Squid Game at this point. If you have not, check that out. That's the recommendation. Yeah, no, uh, come on, man. Come on. I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a try. I tried the first episode, it was a little slow for me, but I'm gonna go back to it. Yeah, I tried I mean, to watch it the other day, but I put the English on so I can understand what, the, what was going on a little bit. I keep the English on, I don't want to read subtitles. Yeah. Oh, I guess I have one. It's a, it's very vanilla for the end of this conversation. But, um, I you got no ingredients. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna use my context clues because I think I know what ingredients is referring to, but I'm gonna let that go. (laughs) Um, I have this game I play where when I fly back and forth to Vegas, I watch short films because it's only a 45 minute flight. So if anyone is an Oscar nominated short film called The Neighbor's Window, which is really phenomenal. Um, there are two others. I wish I could remember the names of them, but um, yeah, The Neighbor's Window, really poignant film. Um, check it out. Cool. All right. Um, my one recommendation is actually I don't have a recommendation this week, so y'all can sk- y'all can skip me. All right, I'm gonna go with Blood Brothers um, on Netflix, the Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali uh, little documentary. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I would recommend checking it out. Cool. And Doctor Joy. I don't have a recommendation because you know I think like if if you're interested in rope play. Research two naughty boys K N O T T Y two naughty boys. The number two. The word <laughs> KG went straight to Google. <laughs> he was like two <laughs> naughty boys, right? K N O T T Y. Oh yeah, some, some very interesting designs, and it, it's a what you were asking about earlier, like a gateway. Mm. It gets people. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 
the photo. I did have a real quick question, and I know that like speaking of rope play, I we I know we can't get too deep into it because we're about to wrap it up. But like, how? See, it's too late now. But like, I'm I'm curious. Like, how do people even start that conversation? How do you tell somebody, hey, listen, I want to. I mean, it seems like that would be simple, but. You know, I want to get I want to get tied up. Can you like pull me up on a like pulley and lever type joint? You know, hog tie me or whatever it is that you went to. So that just again goes back to the communication. Mm-hmm. And so for some people being very direct, it might be shocking, but ultimately you need to do it. For some mm-hmm. other people, you know, you can slowly get into it. I do um like there are different playing cards. I we actually have some that we sell. There sometimes you can watch a movie and let that be a way of talking about things and being uh, able to like start that. conversations. Well, what kind I of movie? Like, a, like parents, a porn or like a real movie? So you can um a lot of people know the movie Twa, and they actually go into a dungeon in Twa. Is that the mm-hmm. no it is? I yes, think it, it is. It's, it's like Twa one, two, and three. Yes. Now what's the what's the joint with um yes. 50 Shades of Grey? No, no, no. It was one that was like, it was two episodes, but I feel like uh, Paul Verhoeven or somebody did this movie um, where basically a dude found this woman who was beaten and he kind of housed her. I got to find the name. It was on Netflix for like a whole, a whole long time. Samuel Jackson, uh, Samuel L. Jackson did that Black Snake Moan. No, 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 no. I think you, you, go ahead, Reese. He did not say Black Snake. Yes, he did. No, yeah. What? That was, that's what the premise of the movie uh it's, it's not 365 365 is that nah. the one? it was like the, the 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 premise was a woman she was on this journey and because she was chasing this um her sexual fantasies she ended up losing like how to, the ability to orgasm because she went to king so hard like she ended up um Cherie, it's not secretary. I, no, I, I, not I secretary. saw that movie. It wasn't that. It's a part one and a part two. It's about three hours on each each version of it, too. It's brand new to me. Wow. I never okay. But I'll even tell you a secret. Like what I'm wearing right here is a conversation piece. That's that's a submissive, right? So this is a choker. And this is again, this is a fashion piece that some people will wear, but somebody else might actually want to put an actual hook to this and a chain. Mm-hmm. Or can use it to do some other things. So even just wearing certain things and be like, well, you know what? What do you think about this? And, you know, would you do this? Would you participate in that? Those, again, are just all different types of ways. But ultimately, because when you're talking about going into tying someone up in bondage Mm -hmm. or as you were mentioning, talking about suspension, then you Mm -hmm. really have to go back into what we talked about with that CCS, communication, consent and a safe word. Mm. Mm, okay. See, Kate. This is the movie. Was, is the is the movie with Shia LaBeouf? That's what someone. Uh, put yeah, he was in it. Yes, there's a movie with Shia LaBeouf. Yes. What's the name? <laughs> so I'm gonna plug He's one real. more time. Can I plug right. one more time? You can time? plug as much as you want. This For is real. Cool. Well, I'm gonna plug one more time because I know there were things that I didn't talk about. I didn't talk about sensory deprivation. I didn't talk about temperature play. So definitely. Nymphomaniac, part one and part two. Nymphomaniac. Part one and part two. Yes, that's the name of the movie. So Nymphomaniac would then say that this is more about sex and not about dungeons and devices. No, it's yeah. it's it's in there. It's, it's in there. It. So, okay. So because I don't know the movie, what I will mm-hmm. say is 
people think Fifty Shades of Grey and people that are in kink life do not like Fifty Shades of Grey to be attached with kink life because mm. it mixed the love and the intimacy and it didn't keep it with the power, trust, control, and authority. Even mm. though they had their contract and all of that other stuff, he ripped it up and still played and they didn't show enough of it. So yes, it exposed people to it, but it did not um, give the, the true version of if you have a home dungeon, the types of things that you need to do even in your home. I know we were supposed to leave. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, Joy, Dr. Joy, in Nymphomaniac, I believe it's, I don't know which one in this part we one or part two. The movie. There, there is some kink stuff in there because she is trying to get to a dom and he makes her sit outside his room for like three weeks straight. Then he finally lets her in and then they have this whole physical type of thing that she she experienced. It's 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 an interesting movie, man. It, it was like wow, this is deep. Psychological. Definitely. Even if you live in a condo, when I was in Dubai, I had a wardrobe closet and one side of it was a dungeon. So you can have one portion of your closet that is where you have your devices. I've even used mm. a cork board before and put wow. this hung up different things. Because ultimately your dungeon you want it to be pleasing to you when you look at it. If you have one drawer and inside that drawer, you decide to line it with something. There are all kinds of tips and tricks. I'm sorry. Okay. I know it's time to go. <laughs> Yo, y'all, y'all need to y'all need to connect with, with, with Dr. Joy so y'all can get down with the book club, support her toys, buy her stuff, right. there you follow go. her online. Um Javier, try to go on ahead and see if you can be her mentee. You know, do what yeah. do do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. You gotta wear the collar first. Yeah, she she might put that collar on you. So, Doctor Joe, any last thing you wanna you wanna share for the people before we bounce? Because you see, I can't stop. Right. <laughs> I love that. That's passionate though. That's what we need yeah, out sure. here in these streets. And that's what she does. She she there you she, go. She sells passion. I wish y'all could see the behind the scenes. Mm. That might be On a that note, discussion. Yeah, 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 yeah Next yeah. week, next week is supposed to be. It would have been the homecoming show, but I mean, the, did we already talk about that? We're not doing that. What? Not doing the homecoming show? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. We're not doing the homecoming show. The fuck. Okay. See, I'm always the last one. Though. All right. <laughs> I find that tonight too. Hey, we. We'll talk. I'm going to be at a happy hour on Thursday. Getting me a hundred percent. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Better to to wait until next year when I'm gonna be there. There you have it. There you go. Hey, I'm getting the car too. I don't As know if I, somebody okay. said I should or I right. should because it's like Uber supposed yeah. to be super high. So I don't, you know. Yeah, you probably be best having having a vehicle. With that, y'all, we could take this conversation online. Peoples, thank y'all for kicking it with us. We will see always when we see y'all. Peace. Peace. Straight, straight, no chaser. No chaser.